Retro Hangover, supported via Patreon by listeners like, well, our co-hosts for us today. We are forever grateful to our subscribers, namely Lyle McCarns and Ashton Ruby. Thank you both for your continued support. Open your ears and crack some beers. You are listening to episode 50 of Retro Hangover. Retro Hangover, where we are promoting powerful patrons, providing potential promotion. This is episode 50 of Retro Hangover. I am your co-host, Chris Copeland, and I am with our amazing patrons, Ashton Ruby and Lyle McCarns. And I am always with your host, Shane, patronizing Dick Dragon. Koski. You know, I was concerned there for a minute because you, you didn't have any Dick Dragon stuff in our show notes. So I thought I thought maybe you forgot. So I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to know that that's still a thing. I'm fucking magic, motherfucker. That's what I do. <laughs> uh, so uh, so this is episode fifty. This is actually a big milestone for us. It, it took us, you know, a little a little time to to get here. Technically, we've been doing this for like what over four years now. But hey, we're here. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and not only that, but we are joined by our two awesome uh, patrons, our 16-bit tier subscribers, uh, Ashton and Lyle. Say say hello, gentlemen. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> we are uh, super psyched Classic. to have you both here. Um, so thank you for for coming on. We're gonna we're gonna do something a little different. Uh, for this episode, since it is number fifty, we are going to uh, eschew our normal sort of format of talking about a particular game or what have you and doing the brief history and all that. Instead, we kind of just want to have like a, you know, like a little fireside chat almost with our, uh, (laughs) with our, with our faithful subscribers and talk a little bit about kind of who they are, what they do, what they like, some, some stuff about maybe the Vigi games, who knows? Sounds great. (laughs) Man, this is great. I like I like the yeah. energy in the room right now. <laughs> We're pumping That's it. Good. <laughs> We're pumping the energy. Uh, so uh, all right, so Chris, uh, what what have you been up to since since last we spoke? Well, I, I I'm still playing Breath of Fire three. Thanks, Ashton. Um, I'm mm. I don't know where I'm at. I'm trying to get down this game. Um, I'm looking forward to finishing this game. I, I'll just say that I think that's the most positive thing I have to say about Breath of the Fire at this point. Really? So this is going downhill now. Because last time I asked you about this, you were saying that you were like, no, no, this is nothing like FF15, where I just can't wait for it to be over. But I feel like I feel like things have taken a turn. I'll, I'll address it later. I, I don't want to <laughs> get too into it, because like I said, I've heard the final act is very good. So mm. I'm still waiting for the final act to start. I'll just <laughs> put it that way. Um... Uh, okay, ringing endorsement. Yes. Other than that, um, I got a lot of uh, good pickups from the thrift store this week. Like my my youngest son, he was looking for some colonial wear because they have uh, 
like colonial day this week. They have to dress up like a like old timey seventeenth century, eighteenth century kind of person. Oh my god! Okay, you said colonial wear, and the first thing I thought of was like you know like software, like like abandoned wear or something. And I'm like, is there some sort of like subset of <laughs> like some colonial ass video games that I don't know about? No, no, no. Like 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 old timey shit. The, the good thing yeah, is he, okay. he already has. I mean, that's less exciting. But, yes. Yeah. The good thing is he already has the long hair. So all we have to do is get that's the true. clothes. So mm-hmm. um, that's good. But while they were thrift shopping, they found a bunch of NES games. So um, I, I played a little bit of that just to make sure it worked. I got involved in Batman for the NES. And if you haven't played Batman for the NES, that's a fantastic nice. game. Uh, is that where he's purple? Yes. <laughs> awesome. But it's amazing. That is an amazing game. The best Batman. Uh, uh, Lyle Ashton, have you played Batman? Oh, yes. I don't think I have. Um, if you haven't, just play it. It is an amazing NES game. Uh, very underrated. Now, 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 given the era that that came out, I think there's one important Batman-related question I have to ask. Okay. Does he or does he not have the bat nipples? <laughs> <laughs> They're pixelated. I was going to say, but, it's uh, like one pixel, maybe. If you say... Best. If you say no or yes, you can't deny it or confirm it either way. So you can go whatever way you want with that, and you can be happy. Bat nipples, bit nipples. (laughs) They're there. If you want them, they're there. They're there if you want them. (laughs) Schrodinger's nips. uh, (laughs) (laughs) I think it's the Michael Keaton uh batman that they're kind of going for yeah that's true it's supposedly based off the movie but this is like the nes era so nothing is really based off the movie if it's a good game so so it didn't so it doesn't have the bat card either okay well that's batman forever but it's batman and robin i mean sure i don't know it doesn't matter they both does it matter (laughs) yeah does does it really matter But that's what i've been doing Uh, um trying to make it through breath of fire 3 uh able to make Mm -hmm. a, a rapid fire review and um, move on to The Last of Us. And that's 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 kind of what I'm focused on gaming wise. Other than that, just oh, cool. You want to yeah. melt another PlayStation fun? No, I have right. a PS4 this time <laughs> and hopefully it won't mm-hmm. melt my PlayStation like it melted yours. So that's what I got going on. So how about you, Shane? Uh, let's see. What am I up to? Well, I've hopped back into Kingdom Hearts three. Actually, um, I'm finally getting around to finishing up all the collectibles and everything. Um, I, I hit the like point of no return spot in the story where I have one last chance to go back and do all this stuff. So I pushed that as far as I could to there. And now I'm going back and collecting all the treasure chests and like lucky emblems and shit that I missed before um, because I'm that person. And <laughs> so um, let's see. There's that. I did. I think I told you before I did finally trade in that bum copy of The Last of Us Remastered. So I've got that now sitting waiting in the wings let's see what else i picked up uh, a game that was on sale for like 2.99 on my switch which ended up being free because i had enough uh nintendo points to basically just buy it without paying any money and i can't remember what it's called now for the life of me well but worth it's it. like something it's something dungeons and it's not bad um it's listen for i will say that it was worth the price i paid um, because it's rough. It's not bad, <laughs> but it's super rough. Uh, but it's like turn-based combat. So, and so that's kind of, you know, that's my thing. So I like that. Um, so I've been enjoying kind of going through that one. And then, um, outside of that, just a lot of Warcraft classic with a buddy of mine, we're leveling up a couple of characters. So 
I've got a an undead priest that I'm uh, I'm his pocket healer, and he is my my tank. So so basically, between the two of us, you know, we kind of have the run of any dungeon group. We can we can just pull in some DPS and and do our thing. Just so, just just don't try to so win a Hearthstone nice. tournament. <laughs> I mean, listen, as long as I don't express any political views, I'll be fine, right? So it is what it maybe. is. Maybe, but I mean, maybe I don't know. But uh, but yeah, man, that's that's pretty much what I've been up to. Not not a whole lot at the moment. Um, what about our lovely patrons, uh, Lyle? What uh, what have you been playing lately? Anything fun and exciting? Uh, so I had been playing a ton of FF14. Yes, I just kind of restarted that um, in like June or something, and I'm burning mm-hmm. through. I was at like level thirty or something, and maybe halfway through the original A Realm Reborn main story. And mm. I have burned very, very hard on that. I'm taking a little bit of a break because of the Destiny 2 Shadowkeep drop on PC. Right. And it's uh, Festival of the Lost. So mm-hmm. had to had to go get the werewolf. A little bit of Magic Arena here and there. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen you jumping into Destiny 2. It made me almost want to get back into it, but but then I, I realized but I then you didn't don't have the time for that. So, yeah. And lots of D and D stuff. Nice. Yeah. Always solid. Tabletop. Lots of tabletop. Oh, cool. Lyle only rolls twenties. For anyone who's listening, I think he wishes that. <laughs> uh, no, I don't, because I DM a few games, and if I only rolled twenties, I would just have dead parties. And that's no fun. <laughs> that's true. That that is a good. Well, point. Lyle only yeah. rolls ones. Well, I don't want to do that either. <laughs> why, why does it have to be only Sith deal in absolutes, man? <laughs> I'm looking out for everybody. Uh-huh. Uh, all right, so Ashton, uh, what about you, man? Anything anything fun lately? Uh, I've been playing a lot of uh, Monster Hunter World Iceborne. Ooh, nice. Uh, it's the first game of that series that I've ever played. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a friend of mine was pretty big into it, and when that was coming out, convinced me and my brother to get it. And we played it a bunch when it came out. Um and then we really weren't playing it that much when they announced the expansion. But I was just, I don't know, on a spending spree or something one day. And I was like, eh, I'll pre-order this. <laughs> <laughs> so then I actually just started not too long ago. Like, I didn't play it when it first came out, but I've been playing that. So let's see. You're playing Iceborne, so that means you must be on, what, like PS4 or something? Yeah. Okay, yeah, because that's not out for PC yet, right? Right, I believe so. Okay. Okay, cool. Monster Hunter was always one of those things that I really wanted to get into because I feel like that's right up my alley, but it also seems like a really daunting time investment. Mm, kind of, yeah. I would guess that both of those things are true, yes. Yeah, it had a learning curve, and I pushed through like like I was pretty much ready to be like, Ugh, why did I waste my money on this? <laughs> and then I kept playing, and I found a weapon I liked, uh, and so that made me get into it. That's all it takes, man. It's the fat loots. Yeah. Uh, a good a good guide on YouTube. Uh, nice. Like how to, because there's like, I don't know, 12, 14 weapons or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I've been playing that. I picked up this um, indie title on Switch. It's called Gleaner Heights, uh, I think is how you say it. Okay. Uh, but it's uh, a Stardew Valley Harvest Moon kind of farm mm-hmm. simulation game. Um, and that's probably one of my favorite genres. Um, they'll suck you in and you'll never come back <laughs> yeah i don't know what maybe it was maybe on sale or only 10 bucks and i was like eh, why not um 
it's it's okay. At first, I was playing it and was like, ugh, <laughs> this is not good. <laughs> um, is, is that but, just like your default? I feel like you've said that for both of them so far. Maybe <laughs> just initial like initial thing. You're just like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> well, it was like, well, it was only ten bucks. Yeah, it fits. But then I just kept playing it. So I think they just did the things of that genre format well enough that it was like I wanted to level up my mining and farming so or whatever. You said you haven't played a lot of those farming simulators before this game. Is that correct? No, I, no, oh, I said I do like that. Your favorite. I, I, I'm getting confused with the Monster Hunter. <laughs> I'm terrible. I mean, it's one or the other. Part of the other. It's like I've never played it before or, you know, that's just my thing. <laughs> that's my jam. I'm just speaking as someone who really loved the original um, Harvest Moon for the SNES and you said you like it's more of a Harvest Moon uh, Stardew Valley kind of game um, so like you said you struggled through it but it, it got that addictive nature to it yeah it was just um, uh, well I think at first it wasn't obvious like how you do things mm. like I wasn't even sure how to do the mining which is like a pretty crucial part of the game and then I uh finally like broke down and googled about it and i was like oh that's how you did it um but yeah it's fun and it has this kind of um little bit of a darker i think they say adult but just meaning like not kids i guess mm -hmm. uh like storyline and plot that i really haven't gotten into <laughs> uh and it's so it's kind of this supposed to be this like weird i don't know like twin peaks kind of feel or dark stuff going on in the town uh that you have to kind of mystery find out or whatever so Huh. Uh, but no, it's fine. I mean, if you do like those games and you got ten bucks to spare, <laughs> uh, it, it's kind of fun. You you could do um, worse, I guess, right? Yeah. yeah. So okay, so then you must be you must be into like Animal Crossing and stuff too, right? Uh, that was one series I never got into really. Really, um, that's surprising. Usually, there's a lot of like sort of crossover between between those. Yeah. Was that initially on the GameCube for us? One? Yes, for in North America. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't have a GameCube. That's probably why. Uh, okay. Growing up, I didn't have one. Still, actually, never have one. <laughs> but no, I think I played um, Harvest Moon. I can't remember if I actually had a cartridge or like played it on an emulator back in high school. Mm -hmm. And I was like, "Oh, it's the greatest game ever!" <laughs> and my brother's like, "You are weird." <laughs> it's okay. We all wear eye patches here. Um, Harvest Moon, I enjoyed from an emulator, straight, straight. Ripped it off the internet, so no shame here. Yeah. Oh God. Okay. I never mind. That's fine. I had to put two and two together yeah. for a second. I was like, "Is this eye patch thing some sort of weird Harvest Moon reference?" Because like I don't know anything about that game. But no. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. Yep. I'm. I am. I too am sailing oh, the see. bay. I got it. Thanks. <laughs> no, actually, now I think about it, I think I did rent it um, or, or something originally, but I don't think I got very far, and then. When emulators became a thing, I actually like played through it a little more. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I've I've tried to get into those style of games. Like I like I picked up Stardew Valley with with every intention of kind of getting sucked into it, and I for whatever reason I just I bounced off that one like really hard. I don't and just I don't know. It didn't grab me. Now I I, I like, think that I think the problem is you can't min max in Stardew Valley. You know that that, that actually could be it. Uh, cause I was, well, I was going to say that like animal crossing, I actually ended up spending a lot more time in those games 
And and granted, they're not exactly the same, but I think there there is a in in the Venn diagram of of game genres, I feel like there's a lot of overlap between those two. And for whatever reason, sure. Animal Crossing seems to be more of my thing. I I can't explain why. There certainly isn't any min maxing there. It might just be like spite for Tom Nook. <laughs> I think that's really what it is. What's Animal Crossing? <laughs> All right, podcast is over. Everybody, get the fuck out. <laughs> get out of my sight. Uh, all right. Well, so that's cool. So cool. We got a little bit of background on what everybody's doing. So um, we have like a little bit of a list of some like discussion questions that we kind of wanted to use to drive some some of our uh, chit chat during this episode. But I think before we start kind of going into those, um, if our if our two uh, esteemed guests don't mind. Um, why don't you guys, uh, maybe share a little bit about yourselves, like what brought you here? Like what brought you into, you know, just gaming in general, like why in the world you decided to support an obscure podcast and, you know, just, just things like that. Go ahead, Kyle. Or Lyle, sorry. (laughs) I cannot tell you how many times in my life that has happened. (laughs) Do you say Kyle? Yep. Do you, do you, I don't know, do you have a monster on your desk? Do you enjoy punching drywall? <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, go on. So how did I get here? Well, um, so Shannon and I have been friends since college, and I saw that you guys were putting out a podcast and started listening, started really enjoying it, saw that you were on Patreon, and immediately threw some dollars at you and got to troubleshoot all of the Patreon Discord connection stuff. Yay. So even in this, you get to be tech support. You know what? That, that That's my life, and I know it, and I don't care. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, a, a little bit of background on that. Um, Lyle and I did go to college together. We were in the in the minority in that we were the computer science majors at a humanities college. So that's fun. Mm. How many people did we have in our graduating class, by the way? It's a very small number. I think like eight, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone's like, all right, enjoy your English degrees and hopefully being a teacher or maybe a barista. And then like, (laughs) yeah. And then there was like, yeah, like eight of us that were just like, no, we... We, we like the computers, I guess. We were also most of the ones that were working at the, um, at the, what they used to refer to as the Excel center there, which was the, uh, the laptop repair shop, basically. So when a professor decided to spill a glass of wine into their laptop and then come and tell us that it was in <laughs> fact just water, I'm like, listen, lady, I know what you're doing. It's, it's fine. <laughs> listen, I know uh, what wine is. I've seen wine before. Yeah, is, I am th- in fact is... a college student, ma'am. <laughs> I am, <laughs> I'm not ignorant of this fact. What's alcohol? Although I think the worst ones is when we had some kid throw up in their laptop keyboard. Oh, God. That was, that was a good time. See, you, you, never, got... you never want to know how vomit caramelizes <laughs> on a motherboard. But and and yet it, you it do. It sure does. It sure does. <laughs> and see, I uh, I got lucky and didn't do the um, laptop support. I was down in the basement with the uh, the desktop support people. Yeah, you bunch uh, of fucking grognards down there. Yeah, we did still occasionally get student machines in, and you're just like, nope, I don't want to know. I don't want to look. I don't want to know. Just <laughs> let's get this thing on the network. I don't want to see what you've got on here. I really, really don't. <laughs> or you do. Oh yeah. Well, we we won't we won't even go into that. Like, oh. 
the fact that we actually had somebody come in and try to convince us to back up their giant porn stash on their laptop was entertaining, <laughs> to say the least. Well, but the internet wasn't nearly so fast then. You know how long it would take them to re-download it? Listen, it That's wasn't fair that point, long Shane. ago. <laughs> That's a fair point. <laughs> I feel You're like... You're making it sound like we were on like some dial-up connection or something. Like The school had like a T1, I'm pretty sure. I feel like for memeing, memeing right now, it feels like... Mm. You're the lady yelling at the cat and saying, I lost all my porn. And the cat's like, do you know how long it takes to re-download that? But that has to be like, you know, back in 2004, 2005. So there you go. It's hard to transmute it. I know I'm kind of being obscure, but, you know, I'm just trying to be here. I mean, to be fair, I don't I don't think it's really that obscure, given who I think our our audience is. Cat. I think they know. I think they know the cat meme. Yes. Who doesn't know the yeah. cat meme at this point? It's just invasive. It's, it's pervasive. But it's so good, though. It is good. Uh, all right. So that's how Lyle ended up here. Uh, so, but I'm actually more interested. I'm, I'm honestly more interested in Ashton's story because Ashton did not have, like, a, a backdoor into this whole thing like Lyle did. He just happened to stumble upon us somewhere and decided we weren't terrible. So... <laughs> That's pretty much the story. <laughs> Great. All right. Well, all right. No. <laughs> uh, I think I think how I came across the podcast was um, the podcasting subreddit. Mm-hmm. I think. And it was they have like a weekly um, share your podcast or whatever thread that that goes up. Mm-hmm. And so a couple of days I had been, or weeks or whatever, had been scrolling through it to see if there's any podcasts I liked, because um, I wanted to do the whole thing that I don't know if it still says this, but it, you know, it's like please give feedback before you ask for feedback, kind of thing or whatever. Right. So I scrolled through to see, um, you know, which podcast would have something that I'd enjoy uh, or something of interest to me, uh, and so this was one of them. And probably the only one I still listen to. Wow. <laughs> listen to for more than five minutes. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I don't know. I just kind of got hooked right away because I enjoyed the format that you guys had come up with. Um, big fan of retro gaming, having played for over 30 years now. Um, and yeah, it was good production, um, good format. You guys had a good chemistry, good flow. Uh and it was just kind of the, like, if I were to do a gaming podcast, like, it would be kind of one idea I'd like to do, like, just pick a game that you enjoyed and talk about it. And even kind of the little extra stuff with the trivia and the history and stuff was cool. So, no, yeah, I just liked it. And like I said, I just had an interest in retro gaming and even the indie games that are kind of the retro feel to them. So, mm-hmm. So I just stuck around. And uh, so I guess the reason I'm Patreon is just I'm a kind of big fan of that uh, whole concept of like supporting creators that are doing things. Um, And so I just kind of like to support people that way that are doing things and taking their own time to do something that they're interested or passionate about. Um, So I don't know when I heard you had a Patreon and I had been listening to a few shows. I was like, yeah, why not? Well, I mean, I think we'll we'll probably beat this to death, but I I don't think either of us can say it enough that we do absolutely appreciate both of you being here. Um, absolutely for for various reasons. However, whatever vector you took to get here, um, we very much like you 
sticking around. So, so thank you. Um, so, all right. Uh, so Chris, what do you think? You think we should go into some of our, some of our discussion questions, spice it up a little bit. I I think we spiced it up a lot, but absolutely. We should move into the, (laughs) uh, questions. Fine. We've been, we've been moving spicily. Where exactly on the Scoville scale would you say that we're, we're hanging out yet right now? Not not too spicy. Not quite a ton. Probably around a thousand. Probably you know sub jalapeno. Um, but we'll, uh, we'll, the venerable jalapeno. Yes. <laughs> but we're, we're, let's move on. So we've got to ask you guys. Let's start with Lyle on this one. What was the first game system you owned? Uh, How did you get it? And what was your favorite game for it, and why? And once you answer it, we'll we'll turn it over to Ashton to answer it. But first of all, Lyle, what you got? Uh, first system I ever owned was an SNES. I think my sister and I got that for Christmas. I don't even know what year. It was not when it was new. I mean, my I have to say my favorite game for it was uh, Super Mario, just because I have spent the most time playing that game. The Super Mario World? And yes. Okay. And pretty much every time I own a system in which I can buy that game, I turn around and rebuy that game after complaining about having to rebuy all the games that I love. Fucking Nintendo and making <laughs> you buy shit. Those assholes. I say, you, you are exactly the person that Nintendo likes the most. I bitch and moan about them doing that, and then I turn around and do that thing. So so you say, like... What? I have another chance to buy this ROM? Fantastic. Yes. <laughs> so you say, oh, I can play it on my Switch now? Shut up and take my money. <laughs> So, so you say you didn't get it early. I know you're more of a PC gamer now because you've been uh, playing Magic the Gathering Arena a lot. So were you more of a PC gamer or was it you just kind of got it and you weren't a gamer before that? I've kind of dipped in and out of gaming off and on more or less most of my life. Um, we were never really big into it as a family. You know, we I only ever had one system at a time. Uh, never like the most never kind of when it was a brand new usually toward the mid to end of its life cycle got into pc gaming kind of in high school you know land parties with counter-strike and <laughs> um hell yeah yeah counter-strike and quake 3 and some starcraft mm. Unreal, what about unreal tournament Was uh, there unreal tournament in there <laughs> probably probably I don't. I don't have such strong memories of that one, but I most certainly did play a lot of Unreal Tournament just on my own with some of the mm. ridiculous skins where you could be like a floating Yoda or Darth Vader. <laughs> of, of course, you would do that. Yeah. <laughs> of, of course, I would. <laughs> Last couple of years, I kind of got back into gaming seriously when I got kind of coerced into buying PS4 and playing Destiny and started hanging out with a bunch of PC gamers, console gamers, and kind of fell headlong back into it. So you're more like a, you've always been more of a PC gamer, so to speak? Mm, Not really. For a long time, I thought of myself only as a console gamer. Oh, wow. Um, Well, uh, professionally, I'm I'm a Linux admin, and for a long time, I didn't have a a computer in my house that ran Windows, which kind of is kind of I was, makes I was waiting for that to come out. <laughs> well, because so it makes PC gaming more work than it was worth and yeah. so until this spring I didn't have a gaming PC and now I do. God bless the penguin. Yes. <laughs> I, I I still get many paychecks because I am good with the penguin. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's funny. I, I um also bought my 
didn't own the PlayStation 4 until a friend of mine wanted me to play Destiny with him. <laughs> uh, but same for me, uh, the Nintendo Entertainment System was the first one I can remember. Uh, there was an Atari floating around, uh, but honestly, I don't remember playing that before the NES. More of it coming out being like, oh, hey, this thing is older than the games you're playing. <laughs> oh, neat. Okay, see ya. Great. Uh, and I couldn't quite remember, but my guess is we probably inherited my older brother's uh, Nintendo. Because I do have vivid memories of, like, just watching him playing Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> and them, like, occasionally being nice and letting us play. But then, like, totally tricking us and being like, oh, hey, if you jumped on that pit, there's a secret. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you died. Your turn's over. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> yes, there's a secret. The secret is it's my turn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The secret is death. Yeah, and if you cry, you're not allowed to play again. That's so. <laughs> why so I'm in therapy now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the favorite game is a pretty hard question. Um, I usually say my, like, number one all-time favorite game is Mega Man 2. Uh, so I have a bunch of memories playing that. Um, and I think I even probably got over the frustration because of all the other things I loved about it, uh, especially like the music and just kind of the art and everything about the game. Uh, but yeah, lots of memories with like Mario Brothers 3, a little bit of Final Fantasy. I remember being really bad at Final Fantasy, probably because like <laughs> we had our older brothers and we, I don't even think knew how to read yet. <laughs> So we didn't know like that's not an that you got gold. RPG. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> we didn't know you got gold to like buy equipment at the beginning. <laughs> so we just walked to the first boss and could never beat him because we're just punching him. <laughs> and don't feel bad, like everyone uh, sucked at the final at Final Fantasy. Yeah. For the most part. On, on their initial playthrough. Initial playthrough. Yeah. I remember getting to like the pirates where you get the ship and not being able to beat them because we didn't realize like if you targeted somebody and you're it was defeated. Every, everyone else with that same target like lost their turn. Uh, so we would get beat because we didn't realize, you know, now it chooses another target or whatever. But I just want you to know that no one, absolutely nobody, <laughs> will give you shit for not being above average at Mega Man 2. <laughs> that will never, ever, ever happen. Oh, I... Ever. Oh, we definitely beat it. I just uh, <laughs> know that people say it's... It's hard. Oh, I do remember though, like the floating blocks always kind of being a point. Like if we got through, we were lucky. Oh yeah, yeah. Is uh yeah is, anyway. is Mega Man too difficult to to beat, Chris? Do you do you know do you know anything about that? No, it's uh, no nothing. <laughs> well, sure? I know a lot of people talk shit about me when I can't see it and tell me <laughs> that it it's a lot easier than what I'm doing, but I don't think it's. No, retrospectively, I'm not like a mm. five-year-old mm-hmm. Chris here gotcha. uh, yeah. playing Big okay. Man. <laughs> uh, but I don't think it's difficult to beat now, but a lot of people like to make fun of the fact of how I beat Mega Man, uh, Shane, well, yeah. and <laughs> uh, fucking Lyle. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for letting well, me know, you know that I fucking yeah. suck at Mega Man 2, mm-hmm. assholes. Well, I mean, you know, I, I I came to the conclusion that my my troll game is much stronger when I'm typing it as opposed to like real time like talking. So especially when I can't you, read it. Thanks. Yeah. Well, listen, mm. that 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 is nobody's fault but your own. No. 
So, no, that's a no, solid I'm, comeback. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and blame Comcast. I, I'm blaming that, Twitch. That's actually, I'm blaming yeah. Twitch and all their subsidiaries. Is there? Oh, uh, here we go. I mean, what kind of controller uh, were you playing with? Do you want to blame that too? I was. Right I was playing with the Uncle uh, Jeff. Is not Uncle Jeff is not impressed. No, he's not. <laughs> he's not. I don't even have an Uncle Jeff, and he's not impressed. It's uh, Je- Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos. Yes. Yeah. He yeah. is terribly unimpressed. Uh. It was the uh, uh, as Jim Sterling put it, the uh, capital AAA system. I guess I don't know. I, I say that terribly wrong, but yes, that that's what is wrong with it, and that's why I couldn't beat it. Uh-huh. Ah, yes. Okay. <laughs> well, that's that's good to know that there was a reason that had nothing to do with your ability to play the game. My ability is impeccable at Mega Man Two. <laughs> <laughs> the thing so, is, I could keep him going on this for like twenty minutes. <laughs> but uh, so hey, speaking of games and or series that you happen to like, um. Lyle, do you have any opinions on maybe a game or a game series that you feel is either underrated or maybe overhyped? Or both. And why? Or both, weirdly I, enough. I, I, I don't know how something could be both underrated and overhyped, but. Mm. It's just, it just turns out to be exactly what everybody expected. That's what it is. <laughs> nice bounce. Yeah. So I don't feel like I have a lot of series that I have a lot of depth with to be able to have a good answer for that. Mm-hmm. I know. So there, there's never been like a game or anything where you just like, I don't get why everybody likes this so much. Uh, oh, I mean that. Uh, Dark Souls. Oh, son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> please go on. Yeah, I, no, please tell me how Dark Souls is not good. I'd love to hear I, this. I did not say it was. I answered the question you asked. I do not understand <laughs> why people like this game. It seems like it is a great game for people who like the game. But it does not seem like it is compelling in any way that I would enjoy playing a game. <laughs> if I wanted I mean, to, if I wanted to smash my face into a wall over and over and over again to see what would happen, I have a wall right here. Okay, I mean that you know that's fair. That's a fair assessment. And, but, and in the but, sake of fairness, I will say that my initial thoughts on on Dark Souls were actually very similar. But and he, here's the important part for me: mm. I don't think that that's a reason the game shouldn't exist or that people shouldn't like it. It's just a series that's not for sure. me. Yeah. And someone, yeah. someone starts describing a game and I'm like, oh, that sounds really cool. And it's like, yeah, it's like Dark Souls. I'm like, nope, nope, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm done. <laughs> yeah. That is the and I'm done. Because that style of gameplay does not appeal to me. Uh, just that kind of continually repeated over trying to make progress on something simply by, I, I don't know, that that does not appeal to me. That's fair. And, I want to make numbers go up and get better at things. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ashton, what about you? Uh, yeah, it's kind of a, another tough question because uh, I think like Lyle, it's kind of like to each his own. And if it's not for me, that's fine. Um, I never was never really into the first person shooter games. Mm. Um, like never really played any of the Call of yes. Duties, Modern Warfare, any of that. <laughs> Um, I tried one and I can't even remember which one it was because someone told me, like a friend of mine was like, oh, you should still just try it because the story's so good or something. I'm like, all right, whatever. Tried it and just, that just didn't appeal to me. Um, I don't know if it's that I need a little bit of magic and fantasy for that kind of stuff. Cause I did like, I did finally get into destiny which is kind of one of the in borderlands to some degree mm, uh, as far as like any kind of FPS. Yeah. Um, it's just, but yeah, it had plenty of fantastic. 
Yeah, plenty of RPG elements and uh, levity and, uh, you know. And Space Wizards. Other fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I did play a Warlock. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, and any of the sports games, again, that's fine if you want to play it. Just never, not big into sports in real life that much. And I feel like never you're got preaching into the choir games. on that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, I read that Tetris for some reason. Um, I like it, but that is that is that know, is a spicy hot take. You're, te- Tetris I, I is say, overhyped. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I don't even think of Tetris as a game. Tetris is like, <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> no, no, it's not just a game. It's a state of mind. It's like active Ooh. meditation. I, I, yeah, Tetris is something else entirely. Mm. So, yeah. so we have differing opinions here. We have one person saying that Tetris is transient to gaming, and one person who's saying that transient is not. I believe the word you're looking for is transcendent. Well, I don't care. I'm not a scholar. I don't, (laughs) I'm not a fucking psychologist. I don't care, Shane. Can you just like. No, I mean, it's fine. You're you're ruining, you're ruining my intellectual ism, you motherfucker. Okay. Tetris is clearly. Chris clearly doesn't care that words have meanings. He's just going to use them however he wants. I'm going to use it. And that's how we're going to do it. I want you all to listen to my mouth sounds. <laughs> my mouth makes words. <laughs> uh, okay, so the shooter thing. I actually kind of agree with you on that, Ashton, to, to a certain point. Um, I was never huge into a lot of shooters. There there are a couple like very notable exceptions. Um, I think I voiced my love of Doom pretty clearly mm. on that episode. Yeah, that's true. So there's that. Um and I was actually into Destiny 2 for quite a bit as well. Um, I, I also played a space wizard, so that might have something to do with it. Um, that sounds funny I, I as fuck. Yeah. Space wizard. <laughs> um, and I was into Borderlands, although I kind of fell off on 2. Um, there were some decisions that were made there that I wasn't a huge fan of. But uh, oh, really? I think I just the straight... I, well, mm, yeah, I don't know. I... I I think maybe it was just because the the formula started to run a little thin for me on that one. I felt like mm, they weren't doing enough sure. new with it, maybe. But um, I think more of just the straight-up shooters. I've never been huge into those. Um, well, actually, at some point, Chris and I are definitely going to do an episode on the original Call of Duty because that is a classic. And that's one that I actually really do enjoy specifically for the campaign just because it was so well done. Um I've never been into like a multiplayer shooter thing though, because I think I've said this before, but Counter Strike was was and so far is the only game that has almost made me throw a computer out of an eighth story window. <laughs> so <laughs> the question is, so that was, that's my feelings on that. The question is, what's more appropriate, Call of Duty or Medal of Honor? Mm, well, Medal of Honor has been kind of dormant for a while, hasn't it? That's not what I'm asking. Anything what what are you asking? You said the original Call of Duty. Oh, which one was better? Yeah, comparatively. I know Oof. I know we're kind of going off on a on a tangent here, but I mean, that's fine. Whatever. This we're we're here to chat, so that's cool. Absolutely. Um I'm trying to remember like what the campaign for the original Medal of Honor consisted of because I know at least I'm fairly sure. I could be wrong on this, but the original Call of Duty campaign is the one that has the really great recreation of the storming of the beach of normandy right 
I don't know. I'm not a big like a uh, first person shooter kind of guy. Okay, well, I'm pretty sure that it's that one, and and it's not Medal of Honor. Um, but in any case, I mean, at the time they were actually pretty comparable. I I played both of them, and I remember enjoying the campaigns for both. I've just you, you've also I just couldn't seen get where, into uh, the multiplayer portion. That's all. You've also seen where Chris stands on you know facts. <laughs> facts. What is he? Well, he likes alternative facts. Look, my feelings care more about your facts. Care. <laughs> My yes. feelings matter more than your facts. <laughs> I don't know. Just stop. <laughs> uh, counterpoint. No. <laughs> anyway, Tetris. Uh, Tetris is a fantastic oh, yeah. game. I don't care. Tetris, the greatest first person shooter <laughs> ever. So when Tetris 99 came out, I thought to myself, yeah. you know, if ever there was a game that did not need a battle royale mode, it is Tetris. And you mm-hmm. know what? I was wrong. Yeah, Tetris ninety nine really well. Tetris ninety nine is weird and fantastic. Yeah, I have yet to actually give that a try, uh. but I've but I've heard good things. But uh, all right, so uh, moving on to the next discussion topic, let's toss this to Ashton uh, first. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking that actually. That's a good point. Um, so Ashton, um, thoughts on all of the remakes and remasters that we've been seeing over the last few years? Are you is that like? Do you enjoy the fact that we're bringing back a lot of these classics for like a new audience or do you think this is more of like endemic of just like a lack of like innovation or creativity? Like what are your thoughts on that? Well, actually until I read that question, I didn't think it was I had never considered it was for a new audience. I always figured this is you know pretty much not pretty much but uh mostly playing on like a nostalgia strings sure on people like our age um and for the most part i think i'm i'm fine with it <laughs> um i mean sometimes you know innovation and trying to do new things is a double-edged sword sure uh, because you get some really cool things and then you get some really terrible things um <laughs> then you get lightning in the bottle kind of games are hard to recreate um yeah, mostly I'd say I'm I'm fine with it. Uh I have been a little burned, um, like specifically thinking about like the Secret of Mana mm, remake yep. I bought because like one of the top favorite games of all time. Um and I I can't even really put my finger on what I was sort of disappointed on. Um and it and it's a hard thing like trying to look at it from a developer's standpoint, like um, you know, totally two different fans are gonna say like no keep it exactly how it was other people would be like oh no change the things that sucked <laughs> uh or or add things that we like now in gaming uh and they did a little bit of that they added a few kind of um ease of life things to the game mm. uh but for the most part it was you know copy paste kind of thing um but i mean i played it the whole way through but was it worth another 30 bucks or whatever they wanted for it? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I can't think of any other specific examples. I haven't picked up Link's Awakening yet, uh, but I probably will. So are there <laughs> are there any um, any of the classic games that you feel you would want, like an HJ remaster for, that they haven't done yet? Uh, yeah, there's probably some. I think I'd rather... This is maybe skipping ahead, but I'd like to see kind of new entries in series that have fallen off. Mm-hmm. 
Um, kind of like Streets Rage 4. <laughs> yeah, right, so sure. you're looking for a new Gex. All right, got it. Great. Oh, wow. Gex. That's, a good, that's, a, that's a deep cut. <laughs> you went through the Gex. Nice. Hey, how about let's make Snatcher 2 while we're at it, Shane? All right. I'm, I'm down. Let's do it. Oh, not, man. Well, I, I know for myself, like that we were talking about, uh, like Ashen, you were bringing up things about, you know, maybe some of the remasters and stuff. Not exactly what you were looking for, that you've been burned by them. I know for myself, the one that will always stick out in my head, and I will curse Konami's name until my dying breath, is the Silent Hill HD collection. PC. That thing was a travesty. PC. A travesty. <laughs> PT. Yeah, well, also that, yes. But no, the fact that they took Silent Hill 2 and 3, two of the best survival horror games ever and also some that are very close to my heart and did them so <laughs> dirty just mm, mm. <sighs> but anyway i could go off on a tangent about that so lyle what about you so because i've dipped in and out of gaming for most of the last 25 years i think the remakes and remasters when they're done well give mm. people like me a chance to play this classic game that everyone talks about being so great and being one of these pivotal kind of cornerstone games, but with a lot of the modern comforts. So, for example, I am really looking forward to the FF7 remake because I've never played it. And mm -hmm. I've been told that it's both a really pivotal game, but also doesn't – the people who have suggested that I play it say it doesn't hold up well in a lot of ways and that I should just wait for the remake. No. But depending on <laughs> – Thank you, Chris. I will add your opinion to the list. <laughs> I'm sure you've never heard it before. No, no I, I like seeing old games that maybe were state of the art then, but would be more challenging to go back and enjoy given kind of modern conveniences and what we can be kind of become used to given another chance for people who might have missed them and for people who remember them fondly to, you know, go back and get to play what they remember, not what was there. If that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. Well, and actually that, that, that kind of tracks with what I was about to say, which is for some of us, you know, where it is more of like a nostalgia play, right? Um, these remasters usually, unless they, you know, just royally fuck it up like Konami, um, the, <laughs> the game ends up looking like what the picture of it in your head looks like, because, uh, like I always go back to like Ocarina of Time is a good example where I played the shit out of that game when I was younger. Um, so in my head, you know, it's like, oh yeah, no, this game looks great. Um, but then you go, if you go fire up an N64 right now and drop in an Ocarina of Time cartridge, that thing looks like hot ass. That's why I should play on the GameCube. Uh, sure, why not? And uh, and so now with the, the remake, you know, that they've had on the 3DS, that looks like what you thought it used to look like. Um, and so I, I think in some ways that also, uh, to your point, makes it a lot more palatable for people who may be coming to these games for the first time. Um, so you don't have to, you know, have somebody be like, hey, look at these three polygons that are supposed to be Link. You should play this game. And you'd be like, um, counterpoint, no. So I think these <laughs> definitely makes it a lot easier for sure. Just, and, and I need to say two points. First of all, when I say... No, for Final Fantasy VII. I meant that the old Final Fantasy VII is worth going back to. You're not going to get the Final Fantasy VII experience by necessarily playing what's coming out. It's going to be a different game. Um, mm, I, I think, don't know. 
I, I have a different viewpoint on that because I refuse to go back and play the original. I watched someone play it and that was already like vicariously frustrating enough that I didn't want to actually play it. It's going to be a radically different game. It's not going to be the same. It's like the same. It'll be the same story. No, I don't. I don't even think it, I don't even think Shinra. that's true. No. It's, yeah, absolutely. He's right. It's not going to be the same. And I said this in like episode like 10 or whatever. I'm not going to put a specific episode. So it's not probably episode 10. I don't know. But I said, all, <laughs> so you 10, final, but not 10. all you Final Fantasy fans who want a Final Fantasy VII remake, and I said, be careful what you wish for. It's coming true because it's episodic. You'll probably get DLC, and you're going to be very upset compared mm. to the original Final Fantasy VII. Just putting it out there, still my opinion. Second opinion right, is that also like cloud husbando is gonna look so good games that you said don't look like don't look what you remember it of oh sounds very reminiscent of silent hill 2 you want maria but you're experiencing mary ha 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 there you go well uh, i was gonna say yeah but the silent hill hd collection doesn't look like how i remembered it because it looks fucking worse (laughs) liar (laughs) any case moving on Yes. Speaking of Silent Hill, what don't you don't you dare. <laughs> don't you fucking dare. Lyle, what dead series would you like to see revived? God damn it. I'm out. <laughs> see, I kind of have to go back on the overhyped question. So I don't know that I have enough depth with any series to know something that was dead and needs to come back. You Just say like Gex. Up until up until last year, I would have said um, Borderlands because we got one and two, and then uh, when when and, was and, Borderlands and, dead? Borderlands well, a, has never been dead. God after damn it, James, two, his opinion. Shut up. After two, it was dead. They made something else afterwards, but it was dead anyway. <laughs> they had like the pre sequel, and then the yes, that, no, 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 and... no, there was no pre sequel. Uh huh. Okay, sure. <laughs> it, it was the pre sequel was bad. It was. It's like, imagine your favorite game. Now imagine playing a cardboard cutout of your favorite game. Okay, so the Silent Hill HD collection, gotcha. <laughs> that that was how I feel about the pre-sequel. Let I, it go, oh, no. Shane! Let it go! I will never let it go. <laughs> let it go! I will, I will curse Konami forever. You have a has casino see- machine. <laughs> has he not seen your Halloween costume, Shane? Pull the lever! <laughs> anyway, uh, you know, I, I loved that series, and... I, from what I've heard about three, I'm not sure I'm going to pick it up. And I feel bad about that because I loved two so very much. You still have the Outer Worlds. Yeah, those are two games I have thought of picking up and probably will at some point when I'm in a game lull or whatever. So how about you, Ashton? What, is there any series you can think of at the top of your mind? You're like, man, I want the series that comes back. I just want it to come back. Uh, Breath of Fire, probably. <laughs> <laughs> You son of a bitch. Woo. You son of a bitch. I actually, <laughs> I did not have that on my list. Uh, but then when we, t- when we started talking, I was like, oh, that's going on there. <laughs> uh, no, I enjoyed those games. Um, I don't know. I thought they were, had some unique and interesting things going on. Um, back when you didn't have a lot of variety of your RPGs. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it did get weird, like, especially after three, they started to get a little strange and <sighs> alien, like aliens and stuff or something or not aliens, but I don't know. The aesthetic kind of changed oh, a little oh, oh, bit. Five was five was awful. 
let's let's not mince words here. Five was yeah, I don't think I made really, it really bad. Maybe. I think I four, and uh, you recommended three to me, and I don't I don't besmirch you for it because I do remember three <laughs> being totally a good does. game. Now, I don't because I do remember three being a good game because I played it before. Hmm. But like the problem with three I'm having right now is it really doesn't have an antagonist, and I felt like four kind of did there was more of a pressing need to move the story forward i didn't find that in three now to be fair i haven't played mm. one or two uh to the extent i've played three or three and four so i might be missing out on some things four was very good five was bad three i'm, I'm having mixed feelings about um uh, but have you played one and two? Oh yeah yeah um i liked them oh, a lot awesome. especially okay. two two was really good two. i think it's a little slow like as far as like holding up, like it's gonna take a while to get into the part that holds up. <laughs> uh, that's the same argument that people make about some of the Final Fantasy games. They're just like, yeah, man, if you get like twenty hours in, man, it gets so I'm good. Of that yeah, really, one of my okay. favorite games Great. of all time is like that. Which one is that? Persona Four. Uh, that's a fantastic like, game. No, no, no. You're like fantastic. You're game. like t- yes, but it's like ten hours in before you can do anything. But you know that. No, I didn't know that the first time I played it. It's still brilliant. Don't don't talk shit about Persona 4. Look. It's amazing. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I love it. It is, you know, one of my favorite games. Yes. Full stop. Yep. And that is, I'm, I'm talking about Persona 4, the golden specifically, the, the Vita release. Yep. But you are, and I'm not, not joking here, you're like six or eight hours in before you can do anything that isn't on rails. And that's not a it's not a knock against the game, but if you don't know that going in, you're like, mm-hmm. you know, I almost, a friend of mine sent me the game and it's like, you will love this, play it. I was several hours in and almost put it down like nothing is happening here. <laughs> <laughs> you were just like, I'm about to unfriend this person forever. <laughs> and, and and now I, you know, and now I listen to the soundtrack regularly. Yep. That game hurt me in ways I did not know a game could hurt you. Pleasurably. That's a series I never got into I don't know why necessarily, but it's come up recently more than once. So, like, just generally in my life. So, probably I because it's would, like check it out. Some probably point. because it's awesome. Yeah, that's what I hear. I have no reason to doubt it. So, actually, Ashton's picks made me think of a couple that I was thinking of too. Uh, so, Golden Sun would be one that I would like to see another entry in. I think those were pretty solid. And we haven't seen anything new from that in a while. Also, Final Fantasy Tactics. I want oh. another good tactics game. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I think we'll I feel probably like there might be some disagreement. No, no, no. Uh, it's it's more of I don't know that it'll be one of those things where you want it and then you get it and you're like, eh, this isn't what I hoped it would be. Are but. you Ashton? Are you pulling a blizzard on me right now? You're like, you think <laughs> yeah, you want this, exactly. but you don't. Okay. Well, I think guess what Blizzard I'm playing classic WoW right now and it's exactly what I wanted mm-hmm. so there you go no I'd, I'd be happy to be proven wrong <laughs> but I, I think you probably get a an HD remix of the first yet again you know Alpha uh, Omega I mean, listen, version we've or already whatever. got more of the Lions man <laughs> like we don't need another one right now I don't know like I so I actually I played the the Game Boy one first um what the hell was that called um Tactics Advanced yeah, that was so complicated that I couldn't remember it. You're right. No, I was like, no, the reason I couldn't think of it is I was thinking of the, the other one. It was A2, oh, War yeah. of the Rift. Right. That was that was the other one. But no, Tactics Advanced, that was my first, like, 
entry into the series. And I played that one for, for many, many hours. Um, I've actually been going back to play the original now because I didn't do it back then. Um, and it's kind of actually a little weird taking that step back mm. because I felt like the, uh, the, the advance entry um, kind of refined some of the things about it. But. I probably had the opposite experience played like like rolled over the clock or whatever on the first one uh yeah. and then just yeah i didn't get into the advanced one for some reason my brother loved it and he played the whole way through but something about it i was just kind of like eh. i'm sure i just got distracted by something else and the kingdom hearts or something yeah i mean oh well that's fair <laughs> yeah yeah, I mean, it could have been that, or maybe it's just like, oh, this is more of the same or something. Right? Yeah. Uh, all right, so we are we are running a little a little long. We don't want to go forever because I'm sure the four of us could probably talk for another solid hour. Um, but uh, I don't know, Chris, how do you feel about what what do we want to wrap up? What's our last question? We've got a few that we've still got. So you know, I'll leave it up to Ashton and Lyle here. Uh, you see the three questions we got. One is. If you got to pick one console for the rest of your life, uh, what would it be? And that console cannot be backward compatible. So you can't be like, oh, PS3 and get PS1, 2, and 3. Yeah. Yeah. No cheating. Um, what do you think the future of video game consoles are? And Mario versus Sonic. And when we say Mario versus Sonic, we mean Nintendo versus Sega. And that's before Sega became a third-party developer. What would you guys want to talk about? Uh, I probably like the first one best, but... I'd have pretty short answers for the other two. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, console the rest of my life would probably be Super Nintendo uh, without deliberating on it too long. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah, go for it. Okay, I'm not going like, to cut I you mean, off in, my, in my mind, without <laughs> debating myself for too long, off the top of my head, or my gut reaction, probably the Super Nintendo. Um, just that was for, like probably my gaming prime at least looking back on my life, I guess. And just some of the best titles or my favorite titles are all on that. So I would probably, by the time I got through all the games that I wanted to play, I'd be ready to start over, I think. It's a solid pick. Uh, so that's probably the one I would I would stick with. And Super Nintendo has a fantastic game library. It does. Uh, has, yeah. has plenty of RPGs, has plenty of games that have uh, divergent paths, has plenty of games that the North American audience didn't necessarily get. So you, you do have a very good library there with the Super and then, Nintendo and Super Famicom. Yeah, and then once you get towards the end of playing through the whole library, then you can get into those dumpster fires that were all those LJN games like Terminator. Or, <laughs> well, yeah, but they made some good games. Okay, LJN had, was a dumpster fire, but they also had Maximum Carnage. <laughs> I feel like that's not enough of a redeeming factor for all of the other atrocities. Okay, but there out. wasn't a lot in the 16-bit era. So we're talking about Super Nintendo like, oh. LGN was not terrible. I mean, I just might be personally offended by their Terminator game because I really was into the Terminator franchise at that time, mm -hmm. and that game is yes. so Especially bad. the Sega CD game. That was not good at all either. That was terrible. Yeah. All right, so, Lyle, game system. You can only pick one for the rest of your life. What would it be? I think I'm going to go with the Vita. Wow. Wow. Mm. That's a surprising pick, but I like it. It's bold. It's daring. It's like a Dorito. <laughs> I, I mean, I wish I had a Vita. I really do. But uh, go on. Explain why. Uh, I wish I had a Dorito right now. <laughs> yeah. I do, too. Yeah. Just one Dorito? Yeah. Uh, just multiple. 
Red bag. Red bag. Red, what? No. Cool, cool ranch. ranch. What are you talking yeah, you about? Go. <laughs> go fuck yourself cool ranch. <laughs> this is actually the question we should have been asking. <laughs> Nacho cheese or cool ranch? Yeah. Cool what ranch. side of the battlefield are you on in the Dorito War? <laughs> Nacho cheese, motherfucker. That's right. It's nacho cheese. That's right. Nachos. It's mine, bitch. <laughs> All right. So, so Lyle, the Vita, go on. Well, you do get a lot of the way I read your stipulation is mm-hmm. it's in the PSN store. Yes. There are yep. a lot of classics titles in the PSN store. This mm-hmm. means I, I get to get two of my favorite games, which are largely replayable by me, at least. Yep. And if if I had to limit myself to that, it would I would probably still go insane but i would be okay um so i still get i get uh persona for the golden and i get the psn store so i can buy final fantasy 5 oh wait i already did that <laughs> nice okay okay i was um, i was not expecting I, there are, there are lots of like other that. final fantasy games on there that i would probably also add but if I had, if I have to choose, I, I'm keeping my Persona Four. So you're basing your entire <laughs> console decision off one game <laughs> on Persona Four. I like it. Bold. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, it's you're you're sticking I, your guns I, I on one it. thing. Yeah, it's good. Hundred percent. I I cannot explain how meaningful that game was to me. Oh, I also get Cosmic Star Heroin, so I'm okay there too. Ah, there you go. Huh? I bought that on your recommendation, and I haven't gotten around to playing it yet, but it is on my Switch. I should probably do that at some point. The Switch version is definitely better. Uh, better's not the right word. It's faster. There are lots of load times that are forever and a half on the Vita and are not on the Switch. Mm. Otherwise, mm. the game is pretty much the same. It's just, it, it's, I like it a lot. It's a really nice kind of take on the JRPG turn-based combat thing. They've got some interesting interlocking systems there. I was trying to remember, that's the same group that did cthulhu saves the world right it is okay yeah because i remember playing that and liking it a lot oh if you like that one a lot i think you will like this one then cool so my my gut reaction to this question also was actually the super nintendo um so i was kind of on the same wavelength as as ashton but the more that i thought about it if i was if i was going to go past just my like knee-jerk answer i actually think i might go with the ps2 and that's partially because of its longevity as a console and the extensive library that it has. And also that myself, personally, I didn't get a chance to really experience the vast majority of that catalog because if you've listened to the show at all, you know that I was not really much of a a Sony person for quite a long time. So I didn't have a PlayStation. Um, And I think also the benefit of being able to play PS1 games on that thing... um, just kind of skirts around the the backwards compatibility stipulation of our question here. But I think having access to all of that stuff would probably last me for quite a while because there are a lot of the Super Nintendo games that I put an unnecessary amount of time into. So as much as I'd be down for replaying them again, I think having a, a, a vast library of, of untapped games would probably serve me better personally. So I think I feel like that's my choice. Mm. But you can't pay f- play Final Fantasy V on that. I mean, that's Unless a sacrifice I'm willing to make. Use the anthology version. Uh-huh. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, there, there you go. Or legends or collections or whatever they called it. <laughs> see, see, for me, it's tough because it's between the PS3, Saturn, and, and no, uh, it's always a Saturn. <laughs> well, yeah, not 
the Saturn is my favorite, most underrated console of all time. I think the Saturn does not get the respect it gets. And it does at the same time. But it would be between the PS3 and the, uh, I would say... The Jaguar? <laughs> no, yeah, the Jaguar. Okay. Yeah, why not? Um, but I would say the Wii U. Of course and you would. Me, okay, okay, let me explain why the Wii U. Well, first of all... Yes, yes, why why yes. the Wii U, Chris? Please. Please okay, explain so first of all, So first of all, the Wii U is accessible to the entirety of the Wii eShop. It is, yes. Well, it was. It was. Well, sure. So you can get... Uh, I have Metroid Prime Trilogy on my Wii U. I have Super Mario Galaxy so on my Wii U. Um, I have Pikmin on my Wii U. So I have all these games on my Wii U. It's, it's very accessible. And I'm not using backwards compatibility as, as an excuse because if you use the Wii eShop, um, the virtual console, the Wii as what it was originally designed to be, then you have um, you have a huge virtual console accessible to you through the Wii Shop. <laughs> Plus, you have the original WiiWare through the eShop and the, all the Wii games. Plus the GameCube, uh, the Wii, the Wii games that are available through it, N64, everything. So the Wii U is fantastic. Yeah, I mean, like I, I give you shit about it, but uh, all, all told, like you're you're not wrong. Like I actually do like my my Wii U. There, there's a lot of stuff that was overlooked there, for for several reasons, mostly because Nintendo's terrible marketing of it and a few other Awful. things. But, um, but no, I mean that that's actually a pretty solid choice. Um, that was actually going to be the second thing I would have guessed for you after the Saturn. But I, I, for what it's worth, I do appreciate your your undying support of the underdog consoles, <laughs> which just means you need Saturn's to, best waifu. You just need to adopt a Jaguar now. It's really, it's really what it is. I, it, it, well, I, I'm still waiting for that Coleco. Oh well, you need to come get it, man. I, it's just <laughs> sitting in the other room in my house, like. You, you I'm going to come and get it. it. I'm going to get that Coley Cup. Okay. I'm going to get it. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, on that note, I think uh, it's probably a good place for us to wrap up this episode. Uh, so once again, we want to thank Lyle and Ashton for being here with us. Um, I hope you have enjoyed your time and hopefully seeing behind the scenes of how we do this thing doesn't make you want to flee <laughs> running to the hills. If anything, uh, you need more of our money. <laughs> That's a salt. That's a salt. I'm sorry. No, that's that's fine. No, I will always take that. That's that's good. Ne- never apologize for Iron Maiden. Yeah, no, definitely not. Okay, I won't. Okay, good. I take it back, <laughs> as you should. Uh, but yeah, so guys, thanks thanks for coming on and uh, being with us for our episode number fifty. Uh, if if you would like to perhaps be on the episode 100, maybe, um, with, with Ashton and Lyle, cause I'm just making a very bold <laughs> assumption that they're still going to be around. Uh, then you can do that by checking out the Patreon. Uh, you can go over to uh, bit.ly slash RH patron. And if you donate at the 16 bit tier, you can get access to all of our bonus audio content that Lyle and Ashton are enjoying. Hopefully up until this point, uh, you can get some outtakes uh, from episodes as well as our rapid fire reviews of some of the games that we are playing outside of our mainline episodes. Uh, and I guess outside of that, um, I'm going to cut this part a little short because I think everybody knows how to get a hold of us. So, uh, patrons, do you have any final words that you want to throw into the episode? Where can we find you? Pimp your shit. Yes, please. First, Lyle, and then we'll get to Ashton. No, fight to the death. 
<laughs> to enter. So I host a once mo- I uh, co-host a once monthly show uh, with two of my very good friends, where we talk about pretty much anything and everything. Uh, the three of us all kind of met through the free software community, so there's a heavy bent on that. But there's almost never a show that goes by that we don't mention. Let's see, Star Wars, Star Trek. Giant robots, cars, camping. Yeah, that that's kind of the, the highlight reel of at least the last couple of months. Uh, so you can find us over at urandom-podcast.info. Yes, I know that URL is terrible. It's the best I could do. <laughs> it's so good. I love it. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at x1101. Please don't. It's not worth your time. <laughs> Follow these guys instead. <laughs> Uh, oh, I did want to say congrats on 50 episodes. That's uh thanks, man. Yeah, that's a nice yeah, milestone. Uh, but yeah, I am part of Next Level Nerd Podcast Network. Um, we cover a few. We have a few different shows covering nerdy topics. We do have a video game show that is sort of uh, sporadically uploaded. Um, the we have a movie podcast called the Next Level Nerd Movie Podcast. My brother and I host a LARPing podcast called 321 Leon. Uh, the game one is called Next Level Nerd Gaming. Wait, what the hell is it called? Oh, the Nerd Herd Gaming Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Nerd Herd Gaming Podcast. Uh, and then our TV one, which is Sugar Frosted Cereal. Uh, and then we occasionally do a Patreon-only leveling up podcast, which we're currently doing. A, I'm DMing a Let's Play real play kind of D podcast for it because uh, a couple of guys have never played D uh and there are much better D podcasts out there but this one, it's pretty funny i guess <laughs> <laughs> it's a solid pitch, yeah it's like a ringing it. endorsement yeah <laughs> but yeah <laughs> never sell yourself short yeah. man like you, you, there's always an audience out there that's some critical yeah. role shit folks <laughs> yeah uh but yeah we, we facebook's probably one of our primary places um just google next level nerd or next level nerd.com you can find all our shows awesome all right well once again thank you guys for being here and uh chris you got anything else you want to say make sure you fo- uh you don't play with your joysticks jeffrey epstein didn't kill himself mm-hmm.